we are thrilled to be celebrating our Savior's birth together. When you arrived, you should have received communion elements and a candle, which will be needed later in the service. If you are worshiping with us from home, take a moment to get your communion elements ready. Now, let's worship and reflect on the names of Jesus together. In the beginning, God made a promise. The promise of a child to come. With this promise came the righteous line of redemption. Each succeeding generation longed for the fulfillment. A promise, a son. The promise has always been the same. To Eve, a son would crush the enemy's head. To Abraham, a son shall become a great nation. To each patriarch, the promise was renewed, and by each prophet, the promise was pronounced. And so tonight we announce the promise is fulfilled. The shepherds, the angels, a manger, a baby, the star. All these things took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us, the presence of Jesus with us. Oh, what a name. Oh, what power is found in this name. What does it mean that God is with us? For as Isaiah goes on to proclaim, it means we have in him a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting Father, a Prince of Peace. It means we have a reason to worship and rejoice. And so tonight we've come to reflect on the names of the Son, the fulfillment of the promise.
Merry Christmas, church. Christmas. It's good to see you all here tonight. We're going to uh, focus on each one of those names as we worship our great God and Savior tonight. Jesus is born, and he is all of those things to us, a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, an everlasting father. He is the Prince of Peace. So let's worship him together tonight.
Emmanuel. In the presence of Jesus, we have a wonderful counselor. Imagine a judge who's always fair, a leader who's never lost, a guide who's always present. Imagine wisdom that can never be exhausted. Imagine if you had a solution for every situation you face this Christmas. You do. His name is Jesus, Emmanuel, wonderful counselor.
resting on the shoulders of a mighty God. A king. A king who has all the authority. A king who is worthy to be worshipped and praised. Tonight we ascribe majesty to his name and we sing. All hail the king all bow before one name alone jesus the lord all hail the king all bow before one name alone jesus the lord just stand with us he's the almighty one High above all power and authority, seated on your throne of majesty, reigning over every part of history, you have been, you will ever
Everlasting Father, a Father with no beginning nor an end. The Son is called the Everlasting Father. Jesus said, to see me is to see the Father. To know me is to know the Everlasting Father. To see the Son who put on flesh is to see the Father who cannot die. To see the sun in swaddling cloths is to see the God who split the seas. To see the sun in Mary's arms is to see the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. To see the sun in a manger is to see the everlasting Father.
children then you hear your children now you are the same god you are the same god you answered prayers back then and you will answer now you are the same god you are the same god you were providing then you are Your 
form of a baby. Praise the Lord. These times, these opportunities, this tradition of dedicating families gives us the opportunity to visualize and even ponder what it must have been like that first Christmas night. Amen? Amen. Luke records it this way, and she, Mary, gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. I guess uh, some corduroys will do and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. See, church, the reality is this, that as we pray over this family, this Christmas Eve, how incredible is it to consider what it must have been like for Mary and Joseph, right? That first Christmas night. You've had a a couple nights, Emmett. But can you imagine that first Christmas night? You, you will one day. Trust me, I believe that. And so just as Jesus came as a child, we believe that every child, every child is a gift. James tells us that all good gifts come from the Father who is above. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, Christina, could you introduce us to this wonderful family? Sure. We have Gordon and Katie Miller, and we have big sister Peyton and Harley. And today they're dedicating Emmett Michael, whose name means gift from God. And the verse they've chosen for him today is Psalm 121, 1 to 3. I lift my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Amen. Amen. Well, as we dedicate this young boy, Emmett, are you prepared for this? Are you ready for this? One day you'll be told about this evening. Your parents will remember far beyond you for sure, but we do so. We dedicate you tonight. We dedicate this family tonight, acknowledging that as they raise you, as they raise these two other little girls, that they do so knowing that Jesus, in the same way, grew, was filled with wisdom, and favor of the Lord was upon him. And so tonight, this afternoon, rather, as you dedicate your child, I'm just going to ask you a few things. And if it's your desire, you can simply respond with, it is. Amen? So is it your desire to care for Emmett as a gift from the Lord? Is it your desire to teach Emmett the gospel of Jesus Christ? Is it your desire to equip Emmett to serve Jesus? Is it your desire this afternoon to raise Emmett to love and worship the Lord? If it's your desire to say it is. It is. Amen. Amen, church. What a joy, what a privilege it is to join this family in acknowledging their desire to raise their children to love the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so as we as a church come around them and pray for them and support them with our presence, with our words, with our prayer, we join them in that same same desire. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that on a day like this, we get to pause and have a physical representation of a reality that happened a long time ago where we believe you came We believe you took the form of a man. We believe that you did the work on our behalf that we could not do. And so, Lord Jesus, first and foremost, we thank you this day. We are worshiping you this day. We are acknowledging you this day. And in the same way, as you grew, as you 
matured in your physical body. Your Father in heaven nurtured you and raised you. Lord, we, we believe, Lord, as we dedicate our children, as we um, purpose to put them before you, Lord, in the same way you'll love, guide, and protect them. And so, Lord, we pray for Emmett. We pray for Peyton and Harley as well. We pray for this family, God. Would you protect them, guide them? Lord, would you bring clarity to their vision? Lord, would you bring passion, a commitment to the gospel? I pray, Lord, that your gospel, your good news would be the center of this home for many, many days, weeks, months, years to come. And as they raise these children to love Jesus, I pray that they would communicate the gospel in their love, in their words, in their actions. And so, Lord, as a church, we come around this family, acknowledge and support and affirm their desire to raise their children to love Jesus, to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. So would you do a work, Lord? Would you do a work in this family that only you can? And now, Lord, we come around them this Christmas Eve and uh, praise you and worship you and pray all these things in Jesus' great name. And church, we come around them and say amen. 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 Would you stand with us, church?
Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince. You're sitting right by the manger, Pastor Brett. The night, the night that Jesus was born. What we've been celebrating this Christmas season is this, on the night that Jesus was laid in a manger, the prophetic promise was fulfilled. Church, you know. You heard it at the beginning of the service. We've worshipped our way all the way through. A promise. It's a promise that's echoed from the beginning. At the fall of man, the birth of a redeemer. To Abraham, this son would become a great nation. To Moses, he'd be the fulfillment of the law. Aren't you glad? To David, the eternal heir to the throne on which he will sit for all of eternity. And to the prophets, he shall become the hope of all the nations. Hope, peace, God. And to read in the Gospels how this promise was fulfilled through a son. We've studied Matthew chapter 1 together. A son. Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham, the promised one. We went on to study this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You see, all of this, all of this, all of this, the star, the shepherds, the manger, the wise men, the wandering from afar, all of this took place. Why? To fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophets. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name. Do you know his name? Say his name. Say, say Emmanuel, which means God with us. It's already been declared, let us say it again. There's power in the names. There's power in the name Jesus, which means God saves. There's power in the name Emmanuel, which means this God who saves has come to dwell with us. Is that why you're here? Christmas reminds us not only that he said he would come, not only that he has come, what Christmas really sears into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls is this, that he's promised not only to come, but always to be close. Christmas Eve needs to be a time to greet. The service was constructed to give you the opportunity to sing your heart out. 
to come and just not go through the motions of Christmas. It's constructed in a way that as you reflect on who he is and who we believe this child really to be, that as we would ascribe, as we would declare his names, you would then be able to sing in reflection of the ways in which he's touched your life. And the ways in which he's changing your life. There's something about these moments, there's something about the closeness of the Lord that we as his followers feel at Christmas. You see, it's here in the closest of Christ, it's here in this Emmanuel that we experience his peace. And I don't know if you noticed this ever before, but as you read Isaiah chapter 9, all of the names actually culminate into peace. The child is born, we see that. The son is given, that's why we're here. The government shall be upon his shoulders, yes, yes. And his name, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and then this, Prince of Peace. And it just feels like one more name in the line of all the names that are listed in Isaiah chapter 9 until you keep reading and you realize verse 7 says this, and of the increase of his government and of peace. be no end. I want you to consider all of the emperors and the kings and the authorities throughout history. I want you to consider in the ways in which they've been described. Oh, they may want to call themselves wonderful. Many would grasp hold of might for sure. Everlasting, oh, how they wish. But to call themselves a prince of peace? Never. Hardly ever would you find one who would look, who you would look upon their reign, their rule, upon their goals and being. allow peace to be their marker. For peace to be the overarching theme of their reign. You see, as a wonderful counselor, our Jesus brought peace through perfect wisdom. As a mighty God, he brings peace through his sovereign rule. As the everlasting Father, he brings peace through his loving care. As the everlasting Father, as the Prince of Peace, he will usher in an eternal peace that will never fade and shall always be. That's why we're here. That's why we celebrate Christmas. Not because something happened one time long ago, but because we're promised a peace peace for all of eternity in the presence of the one who came. And so when we think about it, unto us a child is born, for unto us a son is given. She shall bear a son. And come on, as any mother, as any father holds a child, even as we saw a child dedicated tonight, 
even as you heard upon the screen the meaning of their name. Every parent longs for their child to grow into their name. Every parent longs for their child to fulfill their purpose. His name, Jesus. His purpose? He will save his people from their sins. But how? You know. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He sent Jesus to bring peace. He sent Jesus to become our peace. He sent Jesus to rule in peace. But how? The baby in the cradle would willingly endure the cross. That's the story of Christmas. That's the fulfillment of the entire promise. What I want you to catch is this. Jesus willingly came. But through the scriptures, we know that Jesus also willingly died. He came willingly to bring you and I eternal peace. How do we know? Because even on his way to the cross, this is what Jesus said. He came and he said, I, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world do I give peace to you. And so tonight, church, hear the words of the Lord. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. Why did Jesus come? Why did he die on the cross? Ephesians chapter 2 says why. So that now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far off, we who were once far off, have now been brought near through the precious blood of Christ. Verse 14, for he himself now is our that's why we come to the communion table at Christmas because it's here in the reflection it's here in the taking of these elements that the full promise of Christmas is fulfilled it's amazing to think That the baby who laid in a feeding trough, one would take sustenance, would take bread, and he would break it and say, this is my body which is broken for you. Take of it in remembrance of me. Friends, you should have received communion elements on your way in tonight. And he would take the cover off of the side with the bread and take a moment and look. Take a moment to consider the promised son of peace died in our place. Tonight, if you're new to church, tonight, if somebody brought you along as their guest and you're uncertain about what these elements really mean, 
if you've never really experienced the peace that Jesus came to bring, you may choose to not take of the elements tonight. There's certainly no no judgment in that at all, but there is another option. Tonight, right where you are, you can call upon the name of the Lord, the scripture says, and be saved. You can hear tonight that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have eternal life. Believe in him. To believe in him means that you believe that he is the son of God who came and lived a perfect life and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and then rose again to be and to provide eternal peace. And so right where you are, you can call upon the name of the Lord. Ask him to save you of your sins. And then you can freely take of these elements too. Christian, if you would reflect. Thank the Lord for the peace that he gives you. Thank you for the counsel that he's provided. Thank you for the strength. Thank him for the strength that he's given you throughout the year as a mighty God. Thank him for being a tender father who's not left you nor who's forsaken you. Thank him for his peace. And so we read, for I received from the Lord, but I also delivered to you that on the night that the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Take of it in remembrance of me. And then in the same way, in the same way, he took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Take of it as well. Drink of it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread, and you drink this cup, you remember, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. So Father, we, we praise you. We worship you. Father, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the power in his name the Lord who saves. Father, we thank you for sending him as Emmanuel, God with us, our wonderful counselor, to know mighty God put on flesh and dwelled among us, to know that to see him is to see you. Father, to know tonight and to be able to reflect upon the work that was accomplished on our behalf that we might be able to experience eternal peace. Peace not far off.
the peace that promises to be close, a peace that is near, a peace that floods our soul through the power of his Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Christmas. We pray these things now in Jesus, the promised Son's name. Amen. The promise of Christmas reveals the light of peace. In him was life, and life was the light of men. We read that the light shines in the darkness, and we've learned that there's nothing within this darkness that will ever, ever, ever overcome it. What I love about staring into a candlelight is that in doing so, we're reminded that the light that came was the very radiance and the glory of God. We read this in John 1.14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. For we have seen his glory. The only glory from the Father. And you see what I love about the light. What I love about reflecting upon the glory that resides within the light is tonight the Lord willingly shares his glory with us. For you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You see, nobody lights a lamp and places it under a bushel. But rather, to let our light shine. And so tonight, as we light our candles, we will let our light shine before men, that they will see our good deeds, not out of any good in our own, but in the glory of God, and then they shall ascribe glory and praise to his name. Let us sing.
Jesus is the promised son. The great I am. The light of the world. He who receives him shall never walk in darkness. Amen. You can blow out your candle. Well, on behalf of all of Mission Church, of our elders, our pastors, our, our staff, and our entire church family, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, church. Merry Christmas. You are loved. You are sent. Go to the glory of God. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.